Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. This is BRNAM for Monday, February 5th, 2024. And our top story today, helping veterans who are struggling with depression and anxiety. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Greg Boudreau is a board member with Kevin Song. Greg, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, sad topic, but thank you so much for your interest in, in Kevin's song and especially in the topic of, of suicide and, and particularly uh, veteran suicide issues. Yeah, and this is something I want to get into the details of that in a moment, but tell us a little bit about, tell the, myself and the audience a little bit about Kevin's song, uh, what the uh, organization stands for. And I know it's around suicide prevention, but let's let's go into more detail about the organization. Well, I'm I'm very proud to say I'm I was invited to be a member of the board of directors of Kevin Sog. It's a 501c3 that was established by Gail and John Urso, a couple from Gross Point, Michigan. They lost their son Justin ten years ago, and had significant difficulty finding resources and support for those that are, are newly bereaved by suicide. And they took it upon themselves to establish Kevin's song. Uh, their, their son, Kevin, was a, a musician and an artist, and, and they picked a, it's a lovely song, by the way, and uh, created the 501c3. So for the last 10 years, they've been growing support here in, in uh, Southeast Michigan for suicide prevention and also for support of those who are bereaved by suicide loss. We call it survivor of suicide loss. Let's talk about suicide because my understanding of the, the general statistics, suicide has, has gone up significantly, especially among younger people. Uh, but where is it with our military veterans, those that protect and serve both domestically and abroad? Is that seeing an increase are we seeing an increase among our veterans? The, the number of veteran suicides increased dramatically over the past 10 years. Uh, the statistics that we have, Jeff, lag over a year because the information has to go from the city to the county, to the state, to the feds. Uh, but nonetheless, in 1922, there, there was a slight decrease in the number of, of suicide by veterans. However, we're, we're still at, at 20 veterans per day taking their own life. It's a horrific number. It, it absolutely is. It's absolutely horrific. Uh, do we have an understanding of, you know, and veterans, people that serve in the military, especially in combat, uh, there's post-traumatic stress disorder. They, they, they're faced with so many potentially horrific events, and it puts them in such difficult situations. But do we have a, a root cause for why this number continues to spin out of control? There is no common acceptance of, of a root cause, Jeff. That's, that's an excellent question. I, I can share some thoughts and opinions from my own perspective, perhaps. Uh, the resources available to veterans vary dramatically across the country. So that, that would be issue number one. Issue number two, the means for suicide are very readily available. And firearms account for more than half of the uh, Michigan suicides. And 
in men, it's 91% of the suicides are by firearm. So there's a, a gun issue that is um, not being addressed. The reluctance of veterans to seek out the service services available to them is, is also an issue. There's, there's an inertia. And for members of your audience who are, are familiar with, with depression or, or mental illness, I mean, some days it's a challenge to get out of bed and brush your teeth, let alone go down to the VA and, and go through the, the process of, of going through a support system. So uh, inertia, I guess, is is one of the items. And the other is is the, if I can use the phrase, machismo, that I'm a rough, tough military veteran and I, I can, well, the, the SEALs say embrace the suck. So I can deal with this. Well, the reality is, Unfortunately, most can't, and we we just need to create a a better culture uh, of acceptance for mental health and depression support, and we need to we need to stop the stigma. The yeah. last, if I may, I know I'm carrying yeah. on, but I have no, one other item. No, Again, my personal opinion that the the emotional uh, support services offered within the military, uh, there there is a suspicion by by the the members that any use of of mental health services is going to limit their career progression. So they would rather suffer in silence than risk future promotion. Yeah, and and uh, you're not. Please feel free to talk as as long as you want. I, I think this is a, a fascinating conversation for a lot of reasons. Greg, before we go to a commercial break, and 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 I want to talk about some solutions in the back end and what we can do. But in in this last question, um, suicide not only impacts the person who um, commits suicide, but it impacts those that are left behind. And uh, can, can you talk, if you will, a little bit about support that's available for uh, caregivers, family members, people that love ones that are that are left behind because they can suffer from almost like a PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress from the, uh, you know, from the uh, individual uh, that leaves the planet. You're exactly correct, Jeff. The, the, there is a huge impact on society as a whole. The, the statistics tell us 37 people are impacted by each suicide. In our audience here today, uh, it, one in 20 are thinking of suicide. One in 10 of your audience have within the, you know, the old phrase, six degrees of separation, one in 10 have a direct connection to a family member or a close friend or colleague who has suicided. However, most people don't speak up and take advantage of, of the support networks. There are a large number of not-for-profits uh, that have been formed across the country. And there's the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention that has a website which has listings of local resources. Uh, here at Kevin Song, I, I mentioned we're in Southeast Michigan, but we have uh, a video session once a week for survivors of, of suicide support. 
and sorry, survivors of suicide loss. And we also have an in-person session, but the Zoom session, uh, the first Wednesday of every month, uh, we have people from all over the country that have participated in the group. So if if you would, anyone who has had a suicide loss, we encourage them to contact us. We, we will help you uh, get a direction or go to the American Foundation or your local mental health association, or just use the new crisis hotline 988 and you can ask for help on that line. You don't need to be in a, a suicide ideation. That's a fancy word for thinking about killing yourself. Uh, you don't have to be in that mode to use 988. And there's also 211, which is funded by the United Way, and they will help with uh, identifying mental health resources, both for depression or for counseling and support after a suicide. Well, Greg, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about some solutions. What can government do? What can local agencies do? You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We wanna make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Greg, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for a very important topic in segment number two this morning. Glad to be here. You, you talked about some of the inertia in, in segment one that uh, kind of the rationale as to why this may be occurring at such a high uh, rate. Um, and, and one of the things you mentioned was people don't want to, to acknowledge. Uh, and so there's a need to change the culture uh, in terms of health acceptance of health, mental health issues. Um, how do we do that? Um, is it simply by doing shows like this, some of the work that Kevin Song is doing, just getting more people aware that you can be a t big, tough soldier, male or female, um, but still have challenges? Well, it's, it, it's just as you stated. It, it, we, we as a society, you, me, and, and 
the other 360 million people in this country need to become more accepting of the uh, the need for mental health support that frankly every one of every one of us every, everyone listening at some point could use some support and I, I'm I, I'll use the National Hockey League I'm a, a passionate hockey fan uh, the National that Hockey wins. League has that a wins. player assistant well, uh, Nashville Predators, actually. Uh, That's uh, okay. Our granddaughter married Roman Yossi, the captain of the Predators. So, okay. Uh, Roman is, is just a wonderful man, and, and we enjoy that team. And I was brainwashed as a child and support the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, but that's... I, I may need some emotional support for that as well. It's been 1967. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But 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 you were you were going to bring up the player care assistance program that the NHL has. Yes, the they, the National uh, Hockey League has a player assistance program, and and it's an interesting evolution evolution because the the program was originally called a, a substance abuse program. Now it has expanded to mental health, and for those who. Uh, uh, read different articles of the NHL. Players have talked about their struggles with uh, mental illness, depression, thoughts of suicide. Now that mental health aspect is being addressed along with and, and in addition to substance abuse. So the, the organizations, I, I'm not as familiar with football, but I, I trust and hope they have a similar type of program. So where our younger generation is seeing role models publicly coming out and, and making statements as, as Patrick Blaney did yesterday, a, a, a player with uh, Columbus saying that I, I needed to take a break for my, my mental health. It sends a positive reinforcement. Uh, and, and that's one element of hope I'd like to share with, with your audience here today, Jeff, is that the, the younger demographics and, and I'll say 30 and under uh, are much, much more comfortable in talking about mental health. And uh, that's one of the big, um, the large initiatives that Kevin saw is to get into schools and, and say it's okay to ask. And now there's little wristbands and, and different programs where we're going into the, the military community and saying, and the veteran community, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Uh as, as long as we show we're, we're willing to, to hold their request uh, in, a, in a supportive space, then each and every one of us can help somebody along the line. Yeah, I think you make a really good point. And part of that is understanding that people, I, I think people are willing to accept uh, people uh, who have challenges. I think if you look at your own life, we all have challenges uh, every day. It's, sometimes it's hard for all of us to get up uh, put our pants on and, and go to work because we have the other things that are bothering us. So I think if you if you can relate that to other people going through something, um, I think it you know it, it leads to more acceptance. Uh, last question, Greg. I want to ask you about what government can do. And by government, it, you talked about what Kevin Song and other great organizations doing. But let's talk about the federal government. So we get the Department of Veterans Affairs, but also there there must be local agencies um, in states, local municipalities to support. Uh, suicide, depression. So, so let's start with 
government? What, what, what can the government do to support veterans, but, but also those that are thinking of, of suicide? Well, I'm, I'm encouraged that the, um, the federal government passed a piece of legislation in, in 2023 dealing specifically with veterans in the first year after they separate from the military. And that, that get first year of leaving a very structured, organized, detailed, scripted environment of going out into the, the civilian world where your, your whole support system, your, your comrades, uh, the, the, uh, just everything in a, on a daily basis in the military is, is it's, it's a predictable environment, I guess what I'm going to say, other than of course, when you're in a danger zone, but going out into the, the civilian world, it's, it's wide open and none, none of the rules that you're familiar with for how many ever years you've been in the military are still in place. Your your experience is not understood. Your capabilities are not translated directly into employment opportunities. That was the, the case with my son, Ryan. Um, he, he was head of a uh, combat engineering platoon, had millions of dollars worth of equipment and uh, a large number of men that, that uh, were in his, his group. Yet, when he went out into the military, they said, well, here, you could drive a forklift. <laughs> now, that's, that just doesn't track with, with where they were in, in uh, their life and the transition that they need to make. So the, the specific legislation sets out criteria and responsibilities for the VA to follow up at least three times with a, a veteran who has just been released. Uh, and... That, that is going to increase the uh, the participation because it overcomes that inertia that I spoke uh, to uh, just before the uh, the break. If we reach out and show care, show concern, show attention, we're more likely to get people to participate. Uh, I'm in the state of Michigan, as we mentioned, and uh, uh, the state of Michigan has put a significant of money, amount of money uh, and pass several bills that support uh, more counseling programs and support in schools. Uh, unfortunately, that's a result of, of a mass shooting, but nonetheless, it's it's putting more resources for, for mental health support into the schools. There are specific programs for veteran support. Each of the, the counties has a, uh, a veteran affairs officer and the, the uh, the county mental health departments are, are also receiving additional funding to put counselors in place to provide uh, additional support. And the, the 988 number that I mentioned, uh, this was a, a big change. Uh, uh, if you're in crisis or you're going to remember 1-800, you know, yada, yada. But 988, it's easy, it's simple. Uh, I would share with anybody in, in your audience here that when you do get to 988, you are going to be routed to the resource that's best equipped to deal with with you. So they'll ask, are you a veteran? Are you, are you, are you? And there may be little pauses. It's not that you're being put on hold. It's that you're being routed to the specialist that can do the best job of taking care. Well, it sounds like there's, it's a start. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to, to minimize 
the work. But there's still a lot of work to be done. There's clearly work that government can do, and then organization like Kevin's organizations like Kevin Song. Greg, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you, Jeff. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. I have a topic of interest. Someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another great edition of BRNAM. We'll have a very special guest. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts, so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.